0: Section 30 of Biographical Memoir of John Wesley Powell, 1834-1902, to by William Morris Davis. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 30. Philosophical Studies Powell's interest in philosophical studies was early developed and long continued. As one of his friends said, he drank deep at the perennial fount of classic philosophy and had constant reference to the courses followed by the pioneers of definite thought about the east shore of the Mediterranean. It is therefore interesting to quote his three definitions of this elusive subject written in the early 80s quote, Philosophy is the explanation of the phenomena of the universe. End quote. Philosophical bearings of Darwinism, Washington, 1882. Quote, "Philosophy is the science of opinion." End quote. Three Methods of Evolution, Bulletin of the Philosophical Society of Washington, 6, 1883, page 30. And, quote, "A philosophy is a system of opinions." Concerning the phenomena of the universe, which the people entertaining such opinions have observed. End quote. Human Evolution, Transaction of the Anthropological Society of Washington, 2, 1883, page 181. How significant it is that the emphasis is shifted from the objective phenomena of the universe in the first definition to the subjective science of opinion in the second, and that the single science of opinion suggested in the second definition should be replaced by an implied multitude of such sciences in the third. Powell's epigrammatic rendering of the contrast between the philosophies of savagery and civilization have already been quoted. He naturally found little value in metaphysics, which he rightly viewed as the very opposite of science, and hence erroneous. The error of the metaphysic philosophy, he said, was the assumption that the great truths, or major propositions, were already known by mankind, and that by the proper use of the logical machine, all minor truths could be discovered and all errors eliminated from philosophy. On the contrary, quote, It is found that in the course of the evolution of mind, minor propositions are discovered first, and major propositions are reached only by the combination of minor propositions, that always in the search for truth, the minor proposition comes first, and that no major proposition can ever be accepted until the minor propositions included therein have been demonstrated as the metaphysic methods of reasoning were strong, metaphysic philosophies were false. The body of metaphysic philosophy is a phantasmagoria. Quote. The Philosophic Bearings of Darwinism. Page 6. During the earlier years in which these passages were written, Powell's philosophical studies were subordinate to his work in ethnology. In later years, Philosophy came to have a more dominant interest and at times so fully occupied his thoughts that in a lecture of apparent ethnological content, as indicated by its title, Relation of Primitive People to Environment, Illustrated by American Examples, Smithsonian Institution Report, 1895, pages 625 to 637. He devoted a good share of his hour to an abstract consideration of the difference between quality and property. It was in these later years that he sought, as others had done before him, to establish a fully logical foundation for mechanics and reached the conclusion that motion, either molar or molecular, is constant in quantity but may be deflected in direction. But his use of words in this connection was sometimes such that it was not easy to follow his meaning. He wrote, for example, quote, When motion becomes energy, then speed becomes inertia, and path becomes velocity. And when time becomes causation, then persistence becomes state, and change Becomes event. Bureau of Ethnology, 19th Annual Report, 1900, pages 56 and 57. In another direction, he went so far as to conceive consciousness as one of the primary attributes of the particle. It would seem here as if, in the effort to know the unknown, he had reverted from the philosophy of civilization to that of savagery. It is indeed curious to find that one long-practiced in observational sciences, and who had years before recognized the necessarily large subjective element in all philosophies, should at last persuade himself that, in a matter so recondite as the primary attributes of the particle, his mental concepts were really the true counterparts of external nature. From however much cogitation they had sprung. End of section thirty.